said, look out, Mabel. But it's too late. She'd already been in sensed. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... This is urgent. We need a response team. We're already putting together the best move. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. <laughs> it's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're... We're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am crew. That I did know. These people may be isolated and unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push, it can be exactly what you need. I'm suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. I have detected a ghost file in the database. Uploading it now. Just kidding. Thursday and our holiday pranks. As we're recording well, this on Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> so it uh, is. It Eric is. And Eric and Mike. Mike. As I'm hearing myself again. All right. Um, again, Kylan is off with Alpha Flight. I don't know if he's up there doing a training session with them where they're training him or he's training them. I if he it. comes back and every other phrase ends in A and he sounds like the McKenzie brothers, do, 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 we'll, do, we'll do, know do. who was doing too. We'll know who was training who. Sorry, Kylan. We already know how to play Beer Hunter A. Eh? Dick off, you hoser. Um, Love the Canadians. We do. Anyway, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the actual show with Aaron Conley. Uh, a great chat. It was. It, it, it was one of those where it felt less like an actual interview and more just sitting around, you know, shooting the breeze with each other. Yep. But this is our point one for this week. So because, what, because we got to do some business in here. So what does point one usually mean? Here are the picks of the week. So Eric, why don't you start us off? Okay. My first pick of the week is a number one. It is New Mutants number one, Dawn of X. The new generation claims the dawn. The classic New Mutants, Sunspot, Wolfbane, Mirage, Karma, Magic, and Cypher get together with a few new friends, Chamber and Mondo, to seek out their missing member and share the good news. A mission that takes them into space alongside the Star Jammers. You know, they had missed Star Jammers. I'm just saying. <laughs> Well, I guess it's time for my first pick of the week. If I turn my microphone back on. <laughs> One of those, the dog was barking in the other room and I had to go get her. And then she's laying down and she's dark enough I couldn't see her. Did you trip over the dog? No. Okay, good. This time. Okay. Uh, so, pick of the week. But you know, I'm going to go with the number one for this week. It's part one of a five-issue mini. as Yondu. I agree. Yeah, see, there you go. Uh, Yondu. That is the Yondu. good pick alert. <laughs> Yondu, lone ravenger and all-around scoundrel, is about to hit biggest payday of his life when he stumbles upon a dangerous new weapon. But when this artifact turns out to be deadlier than he bargained for, will the reward outweigh the risk 
as Yondu finds himself targeted by a mysterious person. Plus, when an unexpected visitor from the future turns out to stop Yondu, it begs the question, how bad did he screw up? Find out in this whole new miniseries from Zach Thompson and Lonnie Adler and John McCree. So, uh, second picks of the week. Okay, uh, my picks from here out are going to get more and more expensive. Uh, I apologize for that in advance for those of you on strict limited budgets. But some of these I just couldn't pass up. So my second pick of the week is Deadpool by Joe Kelly, Complete Collection Trade Paperback, Volume 1. Joe Kelly's hilarious character-defining run on Deadpool begins here. Wade Wilson is a mercenary with a mouth willing to work for whoever pays the bills. But the mysterious Landau, Luckman, and Lake Corporation believes he can be a hero, though Blind Al, Deadpool's elderly roommate-slash-prisoner, might not agree. Wade takes on the Taskmaster, but when his healing factor fails, the only thing that will juice it up is the Hulk's blood. As Wade's old rival T-Ray nurses a dangerous grudge, Deadpool falls in with Typhoid Mary, bringing him into conflict with Daredevil. And can Deadpool and Blind Al escape the past when they're hurled backwards into the pages of a Silver Age Spider-Man story? Now, this is collecting Deadpool 1997, numbers 1 through 11, and number 1, Daredevil Deadpool Annual 97, and Amazing Spider-Man number 47. Okay. Well, my second pick of the week is Future Fights First, Crescent and Io, number one. The all-new, of course, this is based on the, the video game, uh, Future Fight, and these are characters who were originally created for the game. So the all-new duo from Marvel Future Fight mobile game star in their own one-shot. How did Dan Dan B, a young girl from South Korea, first bring an ancient mystical bear spirit into the modern world? How did this unlikely duo become the evil smashing team known as Crescent and Io? Also features also featuring Marvel Future Avengers in an all new story. That would be Future Fights, Crescent and Io. I guess uh, the last one they did was uh, Luna Snow. Okay. So uh, over to you for the third pick. Third pick. Um, this is another one that I just could not pass up because uh, when I was a kid, I loved these things. They were the official handbook of the Marvel Universe. They had dossiers on, on all the different characters therein. And this is the official handbook of the Marvel Universe Omnibus hardcover. Uh, by, you know, Mark Grunewald, John Byrne, and a whole lot of other people. The original official handbook of the Marvel Universe is collected in a single hardcover for the very first time. It's the fact-filled series that put the entire Marvel Universe into the hands of wide-eyed fans of the 1980s. The official handbook of the Marvel Universe featured stunning original art from some of the era's biggest names and in-depth profiles of Marvel's Marvel's rather Marvel's greatest heroes and villains from Abomination to Zax and pretty much everyone who is anyone at the time in between plus a lengthy section devoted to then dead and inactive characters and a whole book of diagrams detailing Marvel's most iconic weapons, hardware, and paraphernalia. 
With origins, team affiliations, superpower assessments, and other vital statistics, this is the ultimate reference tome for the first four decades of Marvel history. And this is collecting the official handbook of the Marvel Universe from 1983, numbers 1 through 15. I want to say that came out around the same time with DC's uh, Who's Who in DC Universe. Mm-hmm. Or the D- DC's Who's Who. Yeah, I know, I, I know which one you're talking about. They probably had similar ideas about the same time, so... I had DC's Who's Who of Star Trek when that came out. I had the... Well, I also collected the official Transformers handbook. Okay. Basically, the, the handbook to the Marvel Universe for uh, the Transformers there. They did the same thing with G.I. Joe. Yes. Uh, yes, they did. Because I want to say we had the G.I. Uh, between my brother and I, we had the G.I. Joe one. I enjoyed the heck out of those. Just... Yeah. And, well, and they have a version. I don't remember if you remember. I don't know if you remember this or not. But back in the day, they uh, had the official Marvel role-playing game from TSR. Yep. And they they basically had the official handbook in like a, a judge's book, as that's what they call it, where they had all these profiles for all these villains and stuff. Yeah. With all the in-game stats and everything, and it read just like it. Yeah. Well, my third pick of the week, uh, and we're doing four since it's just the two of us, um, is Old Man Quill number 11. Out of the time stream and into the fire, Peter Quill navigates the time stream one last for one last shot at saving the Earth. Nothing will stand in his way now except Dr. Doom. Strap into your time sled and hang on as we careen towards the conclusion of the most shocking Marvel story this year. There's no turning back now. So now over to your fourth pick of the week. My fourth pick of the week and the last regular pick. Pick. Almost said peak. Maybe it's a peak and a pick. Uh, it is the Savage Sword of Conan original Marvel Years Omnibus Hardcover, Volume 2. The Savage Sword of Conan, the cornerstone of Marvel's black and white magazine line, offered up stories of fiction's most famous barbarian unencumbered by the comics code. With the rules of civilized publishing cast off, Savage Sword presented ferocious, untamed tales the likes of which Conan himself would approve. Writer Roy Thomas and artistic greats, including John Buscema and Neil Adams, took full advantage. And the results were a sensation. Multi-part sagas like The People of the Black Circle luxuriate in extended tellings, while Buscema's take on The Tower of the Elephant explores the nuance of an all-time Robert E. Howard classic. And it's topped off with Marvel Comics Super Special Number 2, A Tale of Vengeance Lavished with Fully Painted Colors. Now, this is collecting Savage Sword of Conan from 1974, numbers 13 through 28, and Marvel Comics Super Special number two. Okay. Well, my final pick of the week should be no surprise. Star Wars, Dr. Aphra number 38. I'm going to take her to the end. Like two more issues left. A Rogue's End Part 2, The Dark Lord Falters. Dr. Aphra's reunion with her father would have been a happy, would have, would have been, would have been a happy affair. They got B. Would have been a happy affair. It should have been Ben. Uh, oh, okay. If, it, if he wasn't a pompous blowhard set to take her job as the Empire's chief archaeologist. What have we said all along? It's the Star Wars version of Indiana Jones. Junior, I suddenly remembered my Charlemagne. 
<laughs> my arms be the rocks and the trees and the birds in the sky. Of course, her dear old dad will have to survive imperial, imperial interrogation first. And, it, and which pair of charming psycho droids do you suppose Darth Vader has hired for the job? Hmm. Hmm. And what happens when the ancient stones of a long, la- long lost Jedi temple cast their ghostly influence upon the Dark Lord of the Sith himself? So that wraps up our picks of the week. Now we've got the MU pick for this week. Okay, well, uh, if you listen to the main issue for the week where we had our wonderful chat with Aaron Conley, uh, I referenced this issue, and I happened to notice that it was in Marvel Unlimited, so that, that made me happy. This is Rocket Raccoon and Groot number four, written by Scotty Young, cover art by Scotty Young, but interior art by Aaron Conley. Friday Night Fight starts now. It's the best of times when Rocket and Groot are recruited as replacements in an intergalactic football league. These little giants might engage in some necessary roughness, but if they can learn all the right moves, these leatherheads might be invincible. And I think whoever got the intern duty to write the uh, description for this one wins the most football movie references award (laughs) for the year. But what really sells me on this issue is that it starts off with Rocket GMing a D&D game. Yeah. With the Avengers. I mean, you see Ms. Marvel, you see the Wasp, you see Magic, you see Groot, of course, you see Tony Stark, you see Beta Ray Bill. I think you see Jane Foster Thor as well. I think so. So imagine all these characters sitting at a table playing D&D. That would be scary. Don't let your mind boggle too much at that. That would be scary. So there you go. That is my MU pick for the week. Awesome. I'm just going to ask at this point in time, any final thoughts since this was our picks of the week? This was our picks of the week. Um, I'm going to have to go and reread this entire book. And it looks like the entire series is there as well. So I may just have to read the whole series. Well, that's cool. That's very cool. Yep. So, well, that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Um, Check us out. I believe we're taking next week off. Unless there's just some major groundbreaking news, then it'll be Kylan and I covering it. As Eric, you're going to be on assignment. I'm going to be on assignment. So, um, so at the moment, we're planning taking next week off. um, Because who knows how exhausted Alpha Flight's going to make Kylan, unless he wears them out. And then uh, we'll see y'all in two weeks. Like I said, unless there's something groundbreaking that pops up and who knows in two weeks we'll start talking about disney plus there you go so um so if you've got nothing else i've got nothing else uh thursday if you would (laughs) 